one of the best things and one of the hardest things is self-love, self-compassion and gratitude. If you can just focus on that, it helps you so much in your early sobriety and in your life. And that's what I found first on the sobriety journey, how it's helped me. It's created this dream life. From Thrivalist, this is the Sober Not Sorry podcast with your host, Lucy Quick. As the leading destination to change your relationship with alcohol in an empowered way, Thrivalist will help you free yourself from the alcohol trap and create a life so wondrous you won't want to escape from it anymore. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Sober Not Sorry. I hope you've had a beautiful week and you're planning an even more beautiful weekend ahead for yourself. In this episode, I sat down with the radiant, the soulful, the wonderful Belinda. Belinda emailed me back in January of 2023 and she wanted to know if she could join Thrivalist and still continue to drink moderately because she was going away on holiday and she wasn't ready to say goodbye to booze. Of course, my response was absolutely because you don't need to be 100% sober when you join Thrivalist. I know a lot of ladies, they like to dip a toe in the water before fully committing and that is perfectly fine. However, the role of myself and the Thrivalist coaches is to gently guide you to the place where you no longer feel the urge to drink. You don't even want to drink, even if you are on holiday. And that's exactly what happened with Belinda. She's now celebrating seven months of sobriety as of July, 2023. And I'm so excited for you to hear her really inspiring story. Just a reminder, ladies, you can join our signature sobriety course at any time, which is the best place to start with your sober journey and the best place to start with Thrivalist. So please use the coupon code SOBERNOTSORRY at checkout to get 20% off the course. Now onto the episode. Belinda, thank you so much for coming on to the Sober Not Sorry podcast to share your story. It's such an incredibly powerful story. And I'm just so excited for everyone to hear how you got to seven months of sobriety and have basically transformed your entire life. It's just been amazing to witness. So thank you. Thank you, Lucy. It's lovely to be here. Would you like to start, Belinda, by telling me a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. So I'm a mum of two boys, a 28-year-old and a 17-and-a-half-year-old. I live on the beautiful Mornington Peninsula. I own a fashion and lifestyle store in Mount Eliza, which I love. I've had for nine-and-a-half years now. Yeah, and that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Happily married and living my life. So good. Thank you. Do you want to share your alcohol story, Belinda, and what led you down the path of joining Thrivalist? Sure. My alcohol journey. Okay. Well, I actually wasn't a drinker until my 20s and it probably wasn't, well, it definitely wasn't a problem until I um, went through my divorce with my first husband. So I had, I split up with him and my boy was five. Uh, It was really 
tumultuous bit of a roller coaster. So I was drinking every day by memory, I'm not sure now, but it, it just got progressively worse. I was managing it. I've probably been managing it or thinking that I have <laughs> for 20 years. And it, it probably went in peaks and troughs in that it got worse when I was dealing with situations that were happening. So that's sort of the alcohol journey. And at Christmas time, just gone, 2022, I was waking up with the shake, which was frightening me, scaring me. And I was doctor Googling that. So that's sort of what instigated, hey, let's do something about this. I should add that I have tried before to become abstinent and with various little tricks and what have you. I call them tricks because they didn't work for me. (laughs) So, yeah, but this time it's stuck and I'm very happy. Thank you so much for sharing that. And it's such a relatable story for so many people using alcohol in their life as a coping mechanism, as you were for so long, for sort of 20 years, you mentioned. A lot of people have the shakes, by the way. Mm -hmm. This is a really common kind of side effect of being a heavy drinker. And it's actually called the delirium tremors. And it's quite a serious condition. It's actually when we withdraw from alcohol, our body goes into a bit of shock and that's how it manifests. And so the fact that you picked up on that and decided to take action is so good. A lot of people ignore it. I know I did for so many years. I always used to say it was my blood sugar. So well done. I'm so happy to hear that you did sort that out for yourself. Okay. So take me back to December, 2022. You woke up that morning with the the shakes or the DTs. Mm -hmm. And was this happening regularly? Was this happening more than once? Yes. It was happening probably every day in that, that week of Christmas. And look, it's probably happened also throughout my drinking career, particularly probably in the last few years. But like you said, you you put it down to other things or you ignore it and trudge on in in denial. So that's pretty much it. And because it frightened me, I Dr. Googled, spoke to my hubby, and then we booked an appointment with the GP. And from that point, he was fantastic. He's been my GP for 30 years. He said, you know, at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. And I'm quite aware of that. So after that, I got home and I wrote a heartfelt text to my older boy and his girlfriend and my best friend and my hubby and my parents. And it basically said, I have kept it, that... I know I have a problem with alcohol and I probably have had for years. I want to address this. I want to have a healthy life and a long life and be around for you all because I love you very, very much and I would love your support. And everyone got back to me, called me and said, 100%, of course, we love you. And my older boy, who probably knows me the best because he's lived with me for 20 years before he moved out and he said mum I'm so proud of you I never thought you would do this so that meant a lot to me and I think it's made me or it did make me more accountable perhaps that's part of the reason that yeah the aha moment and that's sort of where I was at in December. I love that you had so much support from your family I'm really interested Belinda because not a lot of people take this approach Most women will almost feel like they want to hide it from their loved ones to begin with. 
because they feel really ashamed and they're worried about that judgment. And also they're worried about, I don't want people to know that I've got a problem. And and if I admit it, then it's really owning up to something. And I'm really curious, what do you think your intention was for reaching out to your loved ones and letting them know? I think accountability and maybe Mm. even subconsciously thinking that I was just really frightened. Look, their support was great, but at the end of the day, it's me. It's got to come from me. Yeah, that would be it, accountability. Yeah, Mm. just knowing that they know. They just know and making it, looking at it in a text message and knowing it's in black and white, the secret is out, the world's world's worst kept secret probably. (laughs) Once you put it out there, it's out there and you can't pull that back in. Yeah, exactly. So the conversation with your GP was really an important part of your journey and I'm so glad that he was such a good GP. Did you, was it after this appointment with him that you decided you wanted to go sober forever I didn't think forever I didn't know what I just I just knew I needed to give it a good stint I didn't want to stay forever at that point in time I'm a patsy perfectionist and I didn't want to put that pressure on myself I wanted to go day by day so yeah that's sort of where where I was at I've had quite a bit of therapy myself because I've had two bouts of postnatal depression and various other things. So I'm quite aware of who I am and how I can react. And I knew that if if I said forever, I think it's too daunting and too overwhelming. And it's for me anyway, it's a day-by-day process and immersing yourself through that sort of unnormal nothing. I believe or I've seen a lot of women that are are similar to me. Hence, you know, when you're having a drink, you can't just stop or you don't want to stop at the two where some people can. So taking a very much day-by-day approach, as you said, did you put a time frame in place at the beginning, like in terms of a few weeks or a couple of months? I think I had six months in my, no, I think I had 12 months in my brain. And I know you had a holiday planned (laughs) and you also reached out to me in between deciding to take a break and then going on the holiday. So tell me a little bit more about that process in terms of reaching out to me and what you decided to do next? So after the GP and we got through New Year and I just slowly and slowly cut down. Also, I went full into Quishlish. There's some awesome books about females and their journeys with alcohol. And it was like, oh, I'm not the only one. And, you know, just shaking your head or I love a highlighter with my books and highlighting, oh, constantly these bits, that's me, oh, that's me, that's me. So I highly recommend books, particularly quick lit books, or if you prefer the scientific side of it, there's heaps there. It's just fascinating. I also listen to a lot of podcasts, which was really helpful. I go for walks. And again, the immersion thing, immerse myself in that. I, how I quit alcohol, which is Danny Carr. I reached out to her. She was lovely and called me and we had a chat. However, I wasn't ready to commit. And then a week or so later with more Googling, et cetera, I found beautiful Lucy and beautiful Thrivalets. And Danny was 100% supportive, said, Lucy's amazing, go for it. And I contacted you and I explained I wanted to start the course. However, I didn't want to completely abstain until I got back from my uh, summer holiday, which was mid to late January. 
I just want to pop in at this point because I think, so just to clarify from the doctor's appointment, you actually didn't quit yet. You just cut back dramatically. Were you just reducing the amount that you drank? Were you kind of, I guess, recording or monitoring how much you drank? And if so, how were you doing that? So I saw him prior to New Year and basically after New Year, each day I'd just drop it and drop it and drop it and drop it. So say a bottle of heavy wine and a bottle of light became just dropping it, dropping it. Then I'll get back to emailing you. You emailed me back saying you don't have to be completely abstinent in this course. For me, that sounded great. And I I think we emailed back and forth a few times and I signed up and I haven't looked back. It's been amazing. It's so good. Okay. And so leading up to going to that GP appointment, how much would you say you were drinking at that point? Well, definitely a bottle of heavy wine. I, I kid myself that my hubby and I were going to have share a bottle of wine. My drink of choice was white wine and champagne. And really with without shared bottle, I'd have the most of it. He'd probably have a glass. And then I would have a bottle of the light strength white wine. Right. So nearly a whole bottle of, when you say heavy, you mean just the full yeah, alcohol? Yeah, a full. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. And then the lower alcohol content wine. Correct. Yeah. So really it would be, well, seven, I don't know, 12 standard drinks, but obviously way too much and daily. If you are ready to change your relationship with alcohol, then you're in the right place. The Thrivalist membership is a holistic approach to sobriety. It combines everything you need to free yourself from the alcohol trap and create the life of your dreams with coaching, community, and courses like the Signature Sobriety Course, which holds your hand and guides you through the process of building an incredible sober life. To save 20% off the Signature Sobriety Course, use the coupon SOBERNOTSORRY at checkout. Now, back to the episode. Isn't it funny how we have these little rules for ourselves. So for me, it was the little bottles of wine. There was a period where I was like, I'm just going to drink one little bottle, but I'd have six in the cupboard and I'd end up drinking all of them. And for you, it was the one bottle of the full alcohol and then going to, you know, the lower alcohol. And these types of rules that we make for ourselves are such big red flags because a normal drinker just doesn't have to set these rules for themselves. Mm -hmm. Making sure you've got backup just in case. What else? There's so these little tricks, like you just said, with the small bottles, but then you had backup. One drink, then water. It's just so much easier to give up in the long run, trust me, and, and you're free. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm so glad you did reach out to me, Belinda. <laughs> and I think when we're at the beginning of our journey, trying to say, we want to stop forever is such an overwhelming thing to do. And if we have a couple of, you know, years or even a few months to build up to that point, it's a little bit easier, but it sounds like you sort of figured it out just before New Year's. And then you were already inquiring about the courses a couple of weeks later, you just weren't ready to say forever. And that's a really normal and common thing to happen. And so you obviously started with me before your holiday to Noosa and you came, I remember your first call, you were (laughs) were saying, I want to drink through the holiday. And of course it's everyone's, it's up to everyone's choice as to how much they want to drink and when they want to drink and where, when they join Thrivalist. However, I'm always going to encourage you to try and abstain for a chunk of time because that's when the real work happens. So you got ready for your holiday and you had every intention to just moderate, drink lightly 
on the holiday and then talk me through what happened. Okay. So, well, started Thriverless and completely, again, immersed myself into all the modules and also the calls. And like you said, my first call. Oh, hilarious. It's great that you can look back and see how far you've come because you often do forget. So basically, I think it was five or six days into Thriverless and me throwing myself into the course and having that time in January too, because work wasn't as busy. So it was a great time for me. I just got to the point where I was like, I don't think I want to drink on, on my holiday. I've had a few days now and it was like something clicked in my brain and I didn't drink on the holiday and had a wonderful holiday. Yeah. So if there you go, you just never know. <laughs> so you'd started to experience the beautiful effects, the pull factors of sobriety, which things like waking up, feeling really fresh, having more energy. I think you had a bit of the pink cloud, didn't you? Because you suddenly mm. had a lot of energy mm. and you felt really good, which is mm. so helpful in early sobriety. Say so probably the pink cloud didn't come till a little while into it. When I say little, I mean say two weeks. But slowly, when I was slowly doing the petering, I did get headaches and I did suffer with sleep. However, I just put up with that. And yeah, by the holiday, absolutely, there was a, a pink cloud starting to form and my sleep was just getting better, no headache. And honestly, as the journey continues, there's so many more improvements, which I'm happy this to share too. <laughs> better and better, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. And so what was your sober date? 12th of January. Yay. That's so good. Okay. So the holiday was, I think you've said before, one of the best holidays of your life. Yeah. And so tell me, what do you think were your biggest fears in relation to quitting alcohol? And what sort of held you back from getting that support and going sober? The fear of missing out. So everyone else is having fun and getting tipsy and happy and I'm missing out and thinking I won't be able to. Just thinking I just can't do this because I like to drink too much. And now that you've had seven months of sobriety, what do you now think about that? Oh, (laughs) absolutely missing out on nothing. If you start drinking again, you are missing out on so much and you can do it. And if you yeah. have a blimp, you have a blimp. I haven't had a blimp so far, but if so be it, so be it. I'll get back on that bike. But believing you can do it, particularly with the support of like-minded women, you're in a safe, private, trustworthy environment where it's all confidential and, yeah, you can do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it. I love that. And I think that, that FOMO is a huge reason or barrier for women to stay stuck in their drinking because the idea of sobriety feels like a loss. It feels like a negative, a sacrifice. But actually what you learn really quickly and exactly as you've just explained, Belinda, life just keeps getting better and better and better and better. You're just an amazing example of someone who's managed to really focus on how can I get the most out of my life and keep really cultivating that because that's what keeps us sober. And you're so right. The choice to go back is always there. I mean, we can all go and drink at any point. It's always going to be in the shops. It's, you know, in the bar bar down the road. 
But every time we take a drink, I truly believe we press pause on our self-development. We press pause on becoming the person that we really want to become, especially, obviously, this is for women who have a drinking problem. There are normal drinkers who can have a drink and it's not going to really interfere with their life. But us, it really is a moment of pressing pause if we do decide to take a drink. So let's talk a little bit about your Thrivalist experience. What did you enjoy the most about Thrivalist and how did you, I guess, get the most support out of the community and the the coaching? I enjoyed how it's run. As I said, the modules are fascinating and there is so much content. There is so much, which it's fabulous. You can do as little or as much. And as I said, I do a lot. (laughs) I immerse it because that's how I work. And the calls and the women from all walks of life, etc. just those, those phone calls and very hard to do at times. Like I think I often have the view that if it's saying you don't want to do it and you're a bit scared to do it, it means you actually really need to get on that call. And you don't have to speak. You don't even have to have your face up. You can just listen. It's just so helpful. And I should add, when I did join, I changed my name to Bella. Because I was a bit concerned about being out there and using my real name. And yeah, that's long gone. Yeah. So yeah, in answer to your question, the calls, the modules, just the content and like-minded people, women there that have also got you back and you can reach out to, you can get an accountability buddy. I'm loving being an accountability buddy now. I couldn't speak highly enough of Thrivalist and the group. Oh, thank you. That's so lovely to hear. It's a really interesting point you make around that shame and that stigma that we still hold on to around having a drinking problem. And it's really normal. A lot of ladies will come to Thrivalist and ask me, can I use a fake name? Can I change? Do I have to put my photo in the profile? And of course, the answer is you can remain as anonymous as you like. But it's so interesting. And especially, I mean, for you, Bella, which we can all blend it with. Bella, Belinda, we can talk about this in a moment, how very quickly you realise I actually have nothing to be ashamed of. I have nothing to hide. I'm actually proud of this decision. And now you've gone on to become or start to train to become a coach yourself. And so you've actually turned this decision to go sober into also an opportunity to create literally your dream life, which you're in the process of doing. And it's just so amazing to see that. And you often will talk about your sobriety in in a more public forum now. And I've heard you discussing it on a podcast and here you are talking about it on this podcast (laughs) and the Instagram lives. And so it's become now something that you're proud of. Yeah. It's something I'm proud of and something that I want to get out there if I can in any way, because we're not the only ones. And if I can help anyone, one person, I'm so happy because you're not alone. You've already helped so many people just by being the Thrivalist Accountability Buddy, by sharing on all of the Thrivalist calls and by doing these sorts of podcasts. I mean, you're already helping countless women, so you should be so proud. So Belinda, how has your life changed since quitting alcohol? (laughs) Oh, you might need another half hour. (laughs) No, look, it continues to change and everything for the better. I think at the beginning and, and continuing on, and I should add one of the best things and one of the hardest things is self-love 
self-compassion and gratitude. If you can just focus on that, it helps you so much in your early sobriety and in your life. And that's what I found first on the sobriety journey, how it's helped me. It's created this dream life. I didn't know I wanted to look at life coaching, etc. I know I love to help people and I know I've got a lot of experience, but I would never have thought of this I would have just sort of stayed in my life where I was but it's opened so many doors a presence a mindfulness I'm a better mum wife daughter sister much more productive in my work some of the early bonuses what what happens is with me weight loss your skin improves incredibly like people say what's you know what have you been doing you've had a bit of work doctor and proudly explained no hot flushes menopausal mood swings they have all not stopped with the flushes have I have to say but definitely yeah and coping I mean life's not this beautiful pink cloud dream but when there is some stress being able to calmly cope with it cope with it so much better and seeing lights at the end of the tunnel with whatever you're faced with also, meditation has become a big part of my life and journaling. And just, yeah, the journey is it's evolving as we go and I'm loving it and not being hard on myself with certain, I love a course and doing courses. If that something doesn't eventuate, then so be it. Like you can only learn from it. It's only positive that's coming out of it. There's nothing negative with everything you're trying. And then manifestation, the freedom is incredible it's so Mm. freeing you can go to the movies at nine o'clock at night you can jump in the car and do you are so free that's another thing just freedom it's Mm. incredible and knowing that surrender accept whatever just go with it and enjoy it just enjoy it because yeah life's short as we know so yeah that's me (laughs) such a yeah the way you just described that is just so beautiful and so accurate. And I'm just thrilled for you. And I, you'll often hear me say, I'm sure you've heard me say this a thousand times, but the women who throw themselves into this process like you have and give everything 100%. And, you know, we're going to have days where we just can't get out of bed and that's normal. We're going to have days when we do sort of half of the work or we maybe don't meditate, but when we really give it everything we can give it. And when I say give it, I mean the work, I mean connection, I mean self-care, all of the Mm. tools that you've talked about. It's these women that really do break free for the long-term. And so just one last question, what advice would you have for anyone who may be listening to this interview and questioning their own relationship with alcohol? Look at your questions. And if, if you are questioning, try it. There's absolutely no harm in trying something. There is so much out there. I obviously recommend Thriveless because of how successful I have been with it. However, give it a little try. You don't have to tell anyone. You know, if you're sober curious, go for it. Just delve and have a look at it. And if you have blinks, that's okay too. If you want to moderate, that's okay. Just give it a go. Give it a go for, say, one month and see how you feel it treat it like a little experiment you can always go back so that would be be my advice that's amazing advice and you're so right you can always go back unfortunately it's always going to be there (laughs) and so what do you have to lose really just giving it a shot 
Exactly. I think also there's so many zero alcohol drinks around now. So you can always, if you're concerned about that, just try that. No one needs to know. I'm proud. I don't care now. But, yeah, go for it. Because we've just recently been away. My husband's doing dry July, which I never thought he would do. And he's actually really loving it. It's been great for our relationship. And there's mocktails everywhere. And there's another beautiful one is elderflower cordial. There's lots of options. And give it a go for the sober curious out there. I love that advice. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Belinda. This has been amazing, just as I knew it would be. Really, really grateful and appreciate you so much. And congratulations. I'm sure there are many, 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 many more sober anniversaries to celebrate ahead. But congratulations on seven months. You're amazing. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks so much for having me. And that's it for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed the episode and we'll be back next week. Lots of love. If you're not 100% sure about joining Thrivalist just yet, I'd like to direct you towards some free resources to get you started right away on your sober curious journey. You can head over to our website at www.thrivalistsobriety.com and read our member reviews. When you read about other women's success stories, it serves as a huge inspiration to get you started on your own. If we can do it, so can you. You can also head to the resources section of our website and listen to a guided future self meditation or calculate how much you'll save by taking a break from drinking. Plus, we've got loads of other free resources for you over there. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, join our free Facebook community, and please reach out anytime you may need some support at info at thrivalistsobriety.com.